Nikita Unshackled, Dimitri Downing here. Still spring, still Miami, still April, still, still 2023. Rainy. And it's raining, but it's good it's raining because it keeps everybody inside here. That's true. Yeah, you Is need to get your, your mic a little closer here so that we get better. Yeah, audio. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so I, I was debating that. You know, it was part of me was like, you know, not liking it. But then I'm like, I came here to network and I want everybody in here. So people aren't going outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just hoping they don't go home early. That's all. Yeah, so so we're here with Susan Amiel. Yes. Is that, did I say that right? Emil Amiel. Emil Amiel. Where, where's yes. that from? What's that name from? It's Belgian. It's Belgian? Yes. Belgian. Okay, Belgian. and you're, you're the general partner for OEBDIO. How do you say that? OBDO. 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 And so, as always, we're cruising around, picking up some of the cool people, cool companies that we see here and introducing the audience out there. So if you're an industry professional who did not have a chance to make it here to Benzinga, you can kind of learn a little bit about what's going on, what the company's doing, and some of the intelligent people are. And they have a really cool cool business. And uh, so I invited them over today to join us. Yes. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And we're almost at the end of Benzinga, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. And then tomorrow's Very the close. psychedelic thing. I'm not sure what's happening, though. It's a psychedelic conference. And so... I think we're going to actually stay here for the psychedelics. We cover both cannabis and psychedelics. Yeah, so is, is this floor staying open during psychedelics? I don't think the exhibit hall does. I think it's just, you know, a conference with panelists. Ah, so we haven't even figured that out yet. But let's talk about you and your company and what you guys do. But first, to get there, how did you start in cannabis? Is this your first cannabis venture? Were you a grower when you were young? How did you start? <laughs> Well, I do like growing vegetables. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'd be a very good cannabis grower. However, um, so I was actually working at a consulting firm and uh, developing reg tech products and, and business um, uh, technologies. And uh, my partner and I had actually done a startup before, so um, uh, we decided to start a cannabis startup. Okay. Uh, it was a great use case. I think one of the things that we do is we aggregate a ton of data across the United States. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I had everybody loves data, data, gotta love data. What year was this that you decided to start? Um, that was 2018. Okay. And uh, the one thing about the cannabis industry is that there is a lot of data um, because it is a vertically integrated industry. Um, you know, you have your cultivation, your retail businesses and your manufacturing businesses. Um, cultivation. No, I know. You jump over. I, I usually go cultivation, manufacturing. Distribution, delivery, oh, the retail. Distribution, yeah. Well, that's yeah. no, but it's, yeah, I just, I just thought okay. you kind of jumped over and then came back here. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. all good. It's all same. Um, so uh, we wanted to to sort of normalize the data and make it very easy for people to get their arms around the industry, since mm -hmm. every single state has a, a different market structure. Um, every stage may have very different participants and different brands, and so um, it, it's been really a cool journey so we're, we're excited and what kind of data do you guys collect um well we have business intelligence data as well as uh, regulatory and compliance um, information and so from a business intelligence data you know we collect all of the licenses we associate them to the holding companies so you can very easily see who the major players are in each one of the markets uh, and then we actually provide all the contact information so uh, we have, give you the ability to download the contact information upload it to your CRM and do direct marketing to all of the licensees in the US um, and then on the other side we have all of the regulatory information so we monitor 17,000 excuse me 12,000 
the 17,000 will be next year, but 12,000 different jurisdictions in the United States. Uh, so we really follow the emerging markets and we give people information so that they can determine when, where, and how they can actually start a cannabis business. So whether that's uh, identifying every municipality where you can uh, locate a business, you know, providing the zoning information, mm -hmm. um, you know, and all of the information about nearby competitors so you can perform a competitive analysis to determine, you know, where the best place for you is to start a business. And then finally, we send out the application window alerts so uh, you can be first <laughs> in line. It's <laughs> so funny because I remember years ago, I did marijuana licensing, cannabis licensing, and a whole bunch of other Google alerts to get this information. Yes. So that was the way. Yeah, now you know, we, we or, do that for you. Or you hear from your friends <laughs> or stuff. No, but, but 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 that's so important. So entrepreneurs, existing businesses, what kind of people are using your service? Um, really, we have a, a, a lot of firms. So real estate uh, brokers, real estate firms, consultants, lawyers, operators, anyone who's interested in, um, you know, really growing their business and, and generating revenue. Uh, we provide solutions for, um, and then obviously on the back end, we have all the regulatory and compliance data so that you know everybody can ensure that their businesses maintain their good standing. Is that, otherwise, you don't have any value in the, at the end of the day with the business if you, um, yeah, you have a regulatory violation that results in a suspension or losing your license. So it's really you know targeted and making sure that businesses you know, achieve the greatest value that they can and the most revenue that they can. And what do you guys, what does it cost to to be a member? How does it work? Like per uh, data thing? Okay. I don't know. Like, uh, well, you can, how do you charge? We charge. We charge. I know you charge, <laughs> but how does it work? It's a, I, I just want to get in there and surf around for a while. Uh, what well, does that cost? Well, you surf around for a month. Ah. <laughs> so, um, it's we, a monthly it's charge. It's a monthly charge. So you can get one state. Uh, one state is uh, is $1,000 per one month. One state? One state state what if it's a small okay got it and if you you know get three states then you get the entire country and access to all twelve thousand jurisdictions and access to all of our license and contact information <coughs> um so it's it's really um you know our goal is to make sure that everyone you know, can use the data to make money so that we're not a cost center that you're actually making more money than you would without us what does it cost to get the whole country Three thousand. Oh, that's not a bad price. That's not a bad price. Not at all. No, not at all. I, I was ad adding that up, and I'm like thinking there's thirty-seven medical states or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like that gets. And now we up. have Kentucky. And by the way, now we're covering Kentucky. So everybody pretty much signs up for the for the three thousand dollars, and then that that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's three thousand. I mean, it, and it's really exciting. Like you know, this this week, April twenty fourth. You know, we have Texas is open, Florida's opening up again, uh, and both of their their application windows close. Um, and DC's open, right? So DC is actually accepting applications now as well. So do you guys get, offer like people a free trial to see how they can use it and stuff? Is that um, because we don't require you to sign up for an entire year? You know, right. it's very low risk for people to you know sign up for a month and, and get mm -hmm. a trial. So uh, we don't offer trials, but uh, you know the fact is is that uh, the cost you know there's not a lot at risk given that there's no annual contract. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm just trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how I can dive into your world. And just look around. <laughs> you know. <laughs> is, is there a free way? She's like, no, we're not even going to give you a coupon. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. No, but it's so important. What differentiates between you and others? Some other uh, groups that collect data and different types of data. 
What's the differentiator between your group and the, these other groups that collect data? Um, so I, I think first is we, we, we go very broad, right? Okay. And we go very deep. Uh, so, you know, you may have to buy... Collect and share. <laughs> you know, we, we, you would have to buy three different tools in order to get the amount of data that we have and the types of data that we have. You know, we have your contact data for your marketing. We have your license data for your market sizing. Um, we have your mapping information for your real estate search as well as sort of jurisdiction. So what we do, you know, there are, are multiple companies that offer um, uh, tools, but we just offer it in one. So the other thing is that, you know, we monitor more jurisdictions. We monitor over 12,000 jurisdictions. I think the closest competitor was, was around 2,500. Um, so, you know, we're able to, you know, be very agile chase the emerging markets, make sure that, that our people understand exactly, you know, where the, the next opportunity is going to be. You, are you guys doing stuff internationally as well? Um, and not yet. I think that there's still a lot of activity in the U.S. The one thing I, in my, in my last um, uh, go around to starting a business, we actually created a global product. And what you realize is that everyone outside of the U.S. wants to come into the U.S., right? So, you know, globally, you know, the U.S. is a huge pocketbook the u.s is the largest market you know in the world mm -hmm. and so you know we we want to support the u.s in making sure that you know we get as much you know revenue and opportunities <coughs> out of this one so any un unusual trends or things that have surprised you over the last few years that that you would have seen or experienced because of your <laughs> data collection that nobody else kind of saw well we we do um you know i think we we see because we we look at the data at the local level, we see a lot before it hits the state level databases. Uh, we started noticing, um, you know, pretty early on that that you know there may be a downturn within the cannabis industry, um, and started prepping, you know, our tool that so that it could be used in some type of, you know, roll up sort of uh, fund, right? So uh, right now, you know, we're seeing some closings uh, in the markets where you're having a downturn such as California and Michigan um, and you know it's it, it's there, there's not only opportunity on the upside but there's opportunities on the downside as well um, you know we hope that both California and Michigan stabilize very quickly um, but we're still seeing closures within Michigan um, you know we're just really you know looking forward to uh, the New York market sort of stabilizing perhaps <laughs> you know, <coughs> increasing the number of licenses that are issued in the license market, sort of cutting back on the unlicensed activity that's happening right. within New York in uh, New Jersey. I mean, I never I never thought that New Jersey would be a more competitive market than California. And so uh, we've seen the California licensing market slowed down quite a bit. Right. New, whereas New Jersey has just taken off. And if you look at New Jersey over the last two years, I mean, it was a sleepy state. Uh, and the next thing you know, I mean, it's the, the most competitive market in the U.S. right now. Do you see any retail closing in, in Michigan? Yes. Really? And do you see retail closing in California? You know, it's interesting because California, we saw a lot of cultivation. The cultivation yeah. closings were mostly outdoor, though, yeah. which is very interesting. Um, and, you know, we, we have seen some analysis. So couldn't figure out how to grow. <laughs> well, they had a lot of floods there, too. It's kind of horrible. Um but, you know, and, and the, the, the analysis that we've seen suggests that the, uh, the price for the outdoor grow product is 
a lot lower than that, which is which is being grown on the ins- uh, indoors. Um, but the we finally saw our first retail expiration recent happened last month in California. Uh, Michigan, you know, you know, they still have the separate medical retail licenses. Do you we remember s- what jurisdiction it was in? I could go back and check. No, no, I'm just like surprised, you know? <laughs> I know. It takes a real idiot to fuck up retail. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, really, no, it does. It's, it's kind of tough. Retail revenues have gone down significantly. And if you look at any of the city tax revenue numbers, yeah. Wow. I mean, they are the tax revenue numbers have gone down very significantly over the last yeah. year. No, so. I get manufacturing, delivery, cultivation, different size cultivations. I can see that happening all day long for different reasons. You know, some of them economic, some mental. Uh, but <laughs> but, but the inadequacies of man. But retail is like, you know, I mean, it's still should be pretty successful so really it's interesting that you're seeing retail closing well in michigan i mean the prices and have you gone to michigan lately no i haven't been to michigan lately the prices are really low and they they have gone down yeah really low um but in in the other thing that's happening in michigan that's very interesting is that you're seeing an increase in enforcement uh so and the regulators are not kidding around these days Uh, we're seeing suspensions both at the city level as well as at the state level uh, and that's where, you know, our other half of our business comes into play, where we provide all the regulatory data that you need to make sure that you're complying with the regulations so that you can maintain the good standing of your license. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's Michigan is, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think a lot of business expanded very quickly and, you know, we're having a capital crunch. Well, they could sell those retail licenses. I'm just, I'm just thinking retail and, and all the other categories. I get it. You know, there's a glut that cultivates. There's a lot of reasons. There's always ability to sell retail licenses, even if there's seven in one jurisdiction. You can still sell it. It's just weird. It's just, just weird. It's but just, well, you're right because that means that the retail license has zero value. Yeah, that just that's. Anyways, what's that? That's but an interesting. I, I do think that, I mean, obviously, a lot of the closures you're seeing is on the medical side, yeah. not necessarily. But that's- Of course, yes, the medical side. Now I got it a little bit <coughs> as a one adult use, of course. Um, but this is one of the reasons why people need to be signed up to your site so they can catch these trends for themselves and they can watch things and they can see what's going on. And they can, yeah, absolutely. I wish I had, I wish I had an extra $3,000. I'd sign up right now. <laughs> no, but it's not, it's you actually not. credit cards, by the way. It, it's, it's, it's not my business model. I mean, we reach out to a lot of people and we touch a lot of people organically and through, through Media USA. But obviously, if you're running a real business, you don't need real, I mean, and Media USA is a, is a great trade organization and, you know, it, it's a not-for-profit. So we don't. Our goal isn't to reach out to everyone at once, but if we were looking to do things more efficiently, we'd invest money and then boom, you know, reach out all at once, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, but that's the 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 uh, the nature of things. And the data changes on a daily basis. So yes, it's never the same today as it was will be tomorrow. So trust me, I'm always tracking. Even with the 168 members that we have, you know, their stuff is always changing. Yes. You know, it's wild, and we do a lot of ancillary auxiliary members. You guys can be members if you want to. Uh, maybe we can make yeah, a transition. I don't know. We could, uh, but we could definitely help promote you throughout different uh, different parts of the cannabis industry. But it, it was great meeting you, and uh, I'm thrilled to get you. I'm looking forward to getting to know you over the years. Oh, you know, we've never really chatted before, and uh, I didn't know much about your organization. Uh, but I love the fact that you're accessible and you're willing to talk, educate people a little bit about what's going on, and provide a point of contact that they can come to you if anybody needs anything uh, in related to what you do. How do they get in touch with you? Um, go www.getabedio.com and there is a contact form that you can fill out to get more information. 
All right. Well, thank you for being on Meet thank Unshackled. Thank you for having us. It's been wonderful. Yes. No, thank you very All much. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Look at me. Perfect. <laughs>